Hey there. This podcast is titled Stop Aging Now. It's for entrepreneurs. It's for those of you who want to get to the next level. We're going to be teaching you about the seven secrets of health. This is an incredible podcast that can transform your life, your relationships, your energy, that you can invest in your career to take your opportunities to the highest level possible. Stay tuned to the very end, an amazing offer by visiting stopagingnow.7pillarscoaching.com. Stay tuned. You're going to hear amazing guests and yours truly, Dr. Nick Delgado, take you to the very next level. Your mindset, your sleep, your ability to improve your diet, your exercise, what hormones, how to balance them, all of this and more. Let's listen in. Carbohydrates as your primary fuel. And actually, it doesn't matter if it's simple or complex, but let's just let's, let's go to the end of stay with the concept that you're always better to eat whole plant-based complex carbohydrates. Because they're packaged with nutrients that make yes. you use that car- those carbs better, right? Yes. But, continue. Yeah. but when you burn carbs, the body burns so purely that the only excre- excretion is carbon dioxide you exhale and water you excrete It's pure, 100% pure fuel. Mm -hmm. It has no byproduct, no waste product. Now think about it. When you digest protein as the primary fuel from animal food. And using it for using it as energy, correct? As energy. Yeah. When the protein's digested, even though it's four calories per gram, same as four calories per gram of, of carbohydrate, protein is the most toxic, acidic byproduct waste. That's why you go in a gym and guys on a high protein diet, you asked me that question the other day, their breath stinks. Smells like ammonia. Even their sweat, their sweat smells like ammonia. When I used to play football and and all the football players, we take our jerseys off, that that, uh, uh, jersey reeked of ammonia, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you can almost clear your nostrils with it almost, right? Yeah. (laughs) Take a whiff like, whoa, whoa. And, and, and ammonia is so toxic, the kidneys have to work overtime to deal with that toxin. So when you're trying to clear 30% waste product, it's like a car that runs very inefficiently in the days when ca- cars had no smog control and it's bellowing out all this black No, worse smoke. than bellowing out, it's caking the insides of it uh, with that the, like 30% grime, right? It's even nastier than that. Go, go into a kitchen where someone uh, cooks animal-based oil, protein, and, and, and the air ducts are blocked with grease walls, and you fat. Can, you can and rub your fingers on uh, the walls and get a street. You go into yeah. my kitchen, it's clean. It's pristine because I don't cook with oils yeah. or, or animal foods. And even the ch- cutting board, they've shown that the microbes in the cutting board, you can't even use the most extre- uh, extreme cleanser to get rid of the microbes that are in the cutting board from yeah. animal product. You have two separate cutting boards, basically in two separate kitchens is the reality. I finally got to the place where I had some people using my kitchen and says, you know what, you're going to cook animal product, you got to do it up the street or go to the restaurant, please bring the b- dish done, but don't use my cutting boards, don't use my, my knives and forks and everything yeah, like that. When you look at the studies that have been done, even with bleach and things like that, people still have problems. They still were running into these microbes that cause urinary tract infections and, and, exactly. all, and all kinds of stuff. So in regards to protein, so that that, that kind of cuts out the carnivore diet, right? Because now if you're eating nothing but protein, and especially animal protein, you have 30% waste products that are terrible for you. You know, you're running into some issues, especially with your kidney, right? And it's not just ammonia. It's uric acid, which causes gout. I, I, I helped Mike Wolf. There's a testimony on my front page at nickdelgado.com. And 
he literally came to me in a wheelchair. He was in so much pain, his foot, his feet. I mean, it was just, he said, he literally told me, I wish someone would cut my feet off. They're in so much pain. And he said, I went to doctor after doctor. They gave me a prescription to lower my uric acid. I said, Mike, listen, <laughs> uric acid comes from nucleic acid. One it can place. only come from animal product. It can't come from plant-based. He said, really? Well, no doctor told me that. I said, doctors aren't nutritionists. And I said, but he said, I got a problem. I can't follow this diet. I said, why? Because I'm on the go constantly. I said, you don't think I'm on the go traveling around the world pre-COVID and, and, and going country after country? I know how to eat at restaurants, on the go. And he, I challenged him. I said, just come with me. We're going to go to your choice. And we went to a, a Chinese, Italian, a Mexican restaurant. And we even went to a steakhouse. He said, Nick, that's the only thing open. Well, what are you taking me to a steakhouse? I said, I got you here, man. I got you covered. And we opened up the menu just like we showed the other day and we looked through and we just looked through side dishes and came up with it. And he, he was ecstatic. He said, dude, you saved my, and literally his pain went away. His uric acid took three completely. months, like I predicted, 12 weeks. And we, we know that because at Pritikin Longevity Center, we would work with people and Nathan Pritikin with a medical doctor standing next to him because people didn't know he was a, not a medical doctor. He was a scientist. He was an engineer. He was an inventor. And he would look through their lab work alongside, you know, with the MD next to him. He goes, you have a high uric acid level. You have high LDL cholesterol. You have high triglycerides. Your glucose is okay, but that's just a matter of time before, before you become diabetic based on these other levels. And he'd go through their chemistry, their history and everything. And with each week we would have them draw blood and look at them. And in four weeks, their, their levels had transformed. I have a video on, on our show, uh, 60 Minutes, my three pa uh, patients and their heart patients that came in scheduled for bypass surgery, and I'm the only one with the tape. If you look on YouTube, I'd be happy to send it to you in the show notes if you're interested. But they reversed coronary heart disease, and they said, well, you can't prove you actually reversed coronary heart disease, but all the symptoms went away. They were able to go back to lovemaking, to exercise, to a, a full life, and, and the cardiologist said, well, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Maybe he was just away from stress going to California. Away from stress <laughs> in California? California's got to be now the most stressful state besides New York. Yeah. Absolutely, especially with the high-paced lifestyle that's required to just stay afloat. And all the yeah. lockdowns and, and all stuff. The lockdowns and all, yeah, when absolutely. I go to New York and I speak there, I love speaking to New Yorkers. They're fun because they, they just, they, they, you know, you can just talk right out to them and say, you know, whatever is on your mind. And you know me, I've got things on my <laughs> mind, right? And then, and then I come to this place and I go, but you know what? You guys have a lot of stress in New York, but in California, we just sit on the edge uh, looking out over the ocean, you know, on a nice hill. And we rock back and forth and meditate and we have no stress. We just eat nuts and seeds and we're relaxed and calm. And they're all looking at me like, really? <laughs> I go, no, you idiot. We, we got as much stress as you. Look at me. I'm, I'm like all farther. over the place. We have to drive farther. Yeah, exactly. We got to drive in traffic, people flipping you off and things, you know, cutting Cut you off and yeah. stuff. So I don't know if I got too far from it, but check this out, this carnivore well, 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 diet. Well, 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 okay? well uh, one last thing. So we covered we covered carbs versus protein with carbs being the clean, or sorry, carbs versus. Oh, I didn't yeah, get we to. Didn't go to fat. You didn't go to fat. Okay. Yeah, because with the because with the uh, with the carbs thank or with you, the protein, thank you. they have to strip the okay, so, amino acid chain off of the. Or the, yeah. the yeah, so sorry. fat burns with less waste product than protein. But that 7 to 10%, it's around 7% waste product, is ketones, ketoacidosis. People die, diabetic, ketoacidosis is toxic. And the keto people say, well, it's not the same as ketoacidosis. Well, then how do you measure athletes generating these ketones, which if you look at the book, 
uh, fit or fat. And I thought I had that on my table here. Oh, it's, it's over here. So, sorry about that. So if you look at the book uh, Fit or Fat by, by, by Covert Bailey, he says that there's what's called a training effect. And initially, you're, you, almost any untrained person, meaning they don't go to the gym much, they don't exercise, they don't run, when they go for a walk or a run, they're huffing and puffing, and they're really burning up about 80% glucose 80% glycogen and, and glucose, and only 10 or so percent fat, 10 or 20%. So they're very inefficient. But they become a fat burning machine. It takes somewhere towards six to eight months of consistent training. Now they're burning 80% fat and only 10 or 20% glucose because they want to spare the glucose when they're going long distance. Mm -hmm. Now, anaerobic requires a burst, and you got to have enough glucose to, to, to explode. Now, they'll say it takes three months, the body eventually adjusts, and then eventually your body gets used to burning ketones if you're very strict on keto, uh, uh, yeah. uh, no carbohydrates keto diet. whatsoever. Right, right. Oh, I slipped. I ate uh, a couple oranges. Oh, I six weeks behind now. No, yeah. <laughs> no they, they get really, set back. Yeah. So the reality is your burning of fat is highly toxic and inefficient and it slows you down. So protein's the worst for energy efficiency energy, yeah, and everyone yeah. thinks in athletics eat more protein i'm going to perform i never forgot we were in a championship game in our football team and our coach at that time got us all steaks because we were from the hood a lot of latinos and you know mean nasty guys that survived the hood and and we were going against a championship team and we thought we could beat them and he thought he was doing us a favor by serving us a big steak and we were so slow so sluggish because we normally couldn't afford steak we we're eating beans and rice yeah dude we were Which eating beans and rice you. the yeah. Right choice. yeah and in true story i don't know if you heard the story the tarmar indians of, of chihuahua mexico they are the greatest ultra distance runners in the world they eat panola nuts beans rice guacamole fruit vegetables they're poor they they can't afford the luxury chicken and meat and, and eggs and things they come to the um, to do the marathon in the Olympics. That I believe is the nineteen. I want to say sixty-two or sixty-six Olympics, Mexican Olympics. And they, at the training table, they said these guys are unbelievable ultra marathon runners. So a marathon's nothing. They run a hundred and some miles, hundred and eighty miles nonstop. You know, they they lar uh, uh, use a torch to light their way, and they run nonstop. You know, they wear these little sandals. They're they're unbelievable. Like the first super runners, basically. Yeah. Like the, yeah. But in the training camp, the Olympics, they fed them, uh, you know, bacon and eggs and meat and they and dairy product and, and all this protein foods. And they complained of of nightmares. They could they felt horrible when they went to run. It ruined their performance. Wow, true story. I, I felt it personally from switching between the two. You know, going from ultra clean plant based to you know back to a more standard American diet when letting myself slip back to my old ways. And it yeah, your your performance drops off like that, and you're you're regretting your decision immediately yeah any other questions um oh is it possible to get the extreme calorie surpluses that are needed to become mr olympia big you know we've we've we've, we've covered that to an extent but huh? uh, okay so that being said uh i know we're at about 67 minutes into the show and we can transition to the next segment but uh let me answer that final question can you get massively muscular and big and strong 
uh, on a plant-based whole foods diet. And, and what would and what would what would your daily you know just to kind of give people a, you know the the ability to see it? What would your daily consumption look like? What would you have to switch more to and from to get to the, to get there? Well, I I look again at caloric density based on performance and muscle building and knowing that just by eating a variety of whole plant-based foods all the way from beans, nuts, seeds, avocados, olives, uh, potatoes, beets, fruits, vegetables, a big variety. So long as I'm controlling my caloric density so I'm not getting too heavy or not getting enough to build muscle, muscle being that if I'm at a caloric def deficit, the difference of the protein is going to get burned for calories. So I don't want to go below my caloric needs, nor do I want to go too far above it because most bodybuilders these days want to get ripped and shred and muscular. They yeah. want to be big and muscular. Well, you know, I think I, I heard Michael Phelps, for for example, he consumes between like eight and twelve thousand calories during it during when training for the Olympics. Yeah, you know, so like, what would what would your diet need to look like if you were trying to get to that high? And of by a, the way, and be healthy. Uh, Phelps is amazing athlete. I believe he jumps in the water. He's training three, four times a day. I mean, and, and even off season, that's an extreme. That's you know, that's like that's a that's an, a far edge. And, but and, still, just and, to talk and about and even it. off season, he's training. You know, yeah. at, at the highest level. So, again, I think it's an inherent advantage to be on a plant-based whole foods diet and be able to know how to titrate the calories. So if I'm needing more caloric density and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm thinking, I don't seem to be filling out that much. Or you feel, or you feel in your performance at the like you know that that second or third training session that you're not you don't quite have it in the tank like you used to, right? Or like you did before, right? You're you're kind of hitting that that point that you can definitely start to feel when you. Uh, you know, intuitively eat, right? Right. Uh, I, I, I'm going to defer to a few things. One is uh, Lifelong Fitness by Bob Delmantique. And, and, and th there's a picture of him, and we show the slides. But if you look at him when he was age 17, age 67, and age 80, ripped to shreds and muscular. Right? Yeah, he looks, he looks by far better at 80. Yeah. So that's pretty impressive. And towards his 80s, I was his life coach and got him more towards plant-based whole food eating. Okay. He was in the early bodybuilding era eating animal product. Now, some people say, well, see, there's your proof. They ate animal product. That's what got them muscular. Well, Nehemiah Delgado, who is a professional bodybuilder, never ate a shred of meat, dairy product, or eggs in his life. Hmm. And he's built a world-class physique, competitive physique. So with Bob, I told him, you want to pack on some calories, here's how you do it. You take a blender, not a juicer, a blender, and you blend raw sweet potatoes. You know how I brought those purple sweet mm -hmm. potatoes and really we ate tasty. them? Yeah, yeah. But you have to blend them to get the caloric density. Mm. And then I, I would add in other calorically dense foods within the blender. Uh, I might top it off with, um, I, again, I'm just brainstorming with you, but in caloric density. Like some almond butter or some peanut yes. butter or something along those lines? Well, yeah, I wouldn't do the butters. I would just put the whole almonds, the whole cashews. Like ground up. Like ground up yeah, so yeah, yeah, pure, yeah. Like, when I say, yeah, I would put. I might put coconut in there. Uh, I would look for any of dates probably because the high calories of the, yeah. the sugar concentration, you know, even though yeah. it's healthy and it does not yeah. spike so, blood sugar. So when, when you, you're going to have a pretty thick drink. Okay. And 
I would not waste water dilution. I would use cold pressed green and beet juices and put put beet vitality in there, put the Slim Blend Pro in there because you got the organic mixture because you want to make sure you're getting a lot of nutrient density. And by doing so, uh, uh, you're going to get a lot more benefits. So it's like you get 20 pounds of raw vegetables thrown in there just by juicing them from cold press. Now add that instead of water, which water has no calories. It has no contribution, but the cold press because plant-based foods. And if I didn't mention this, it takes eight times more water to digest every gram of animal protein than it does to consume and digest carbohydrate and plant-based proteins. Mm. So you're, you're using an excessive amount of water and water if you're dehydrated, it's the first thing an athlete fails on if they don't get enough water. And they're constantly having to drink a lot of water on these keto, animal-based diets. On a plant-based, they're getting watermelon. They're getting you know fruits, vegetables. They're getting the water, and they're conserving it. And then, you know, this is something that was interesting to learn. Like, where, is, you know, where are some of the first places that you lose water from when you start to dehydrate? You know, it's like your joints, right? A lot of people don't realize, you know, like the your, the, the the water that you that you use to lubricate those uh, you know, those carbohydrate structures. You know, everyone thinks you lubricate your joints with oil. You know, it's actually a you know a carbohydrate based structure, and oil would be the last thing you'd want in your joints. And, and <laughs> yes, and think about this: muscle is made up of like what is the percentage? Eighty percent water. Muscle is fat has very little water. It's like less than ten percent water. So if you're overly fat, you have a low percent body fat. Uh, you have a, a low percent body water. Mm. If you're overly muscular, your percent body fat's very low and your muscle, they measure by water hydration of the tissues. Mm. When, when you're born, you have 80% water. As you get older, you drop to 60, 50, you, sh you shrink up like a prune. Especially if you're eating a lot of animal-based protein. Yes, correct? especially. So if you want to fill out the muscles and look like a gorilla, you're going to take in massive amounts of concentrated, blended sweet potatoes, purple sweet potatoes, maybe throwing a little mango in there. It has some caloric density, a little banana frozen. It tastes great. You're going to include, uh, again, uh, cold-pressed juices so you have the caloric density. And then you're going to also start off uh, with uh, putting some nuts and seeds in there, as I mentioned. So those are part of the daily dozen anyway. You're going to meet your caloric needs and your variety of phytochemicals and enzymes by having this massive smoothie if you need the caloric density. And guys sometimes do they weigh three four hundred pounds they're going to need some caloric density and then transition to having a big bowl of beans with some rice some quinoa uh add in the dark leafy greens you know it doesn't have to be a salad first exactly. it can be more beans and rice first with the salad as like an accent right 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 and and i always tell people if you want to lose weight eat white potatoes you want to gain weight eat the yams the sweet potatoes, the the purple yams. Yeah, well, that's that's a that's a, a, a probably a topic for another discussion almost. But I thought potatoes are fattening. No, no. <laughs> uh, in fact, the, uh, Dr. Burkett did this classic study that that's known to this day, and he took people and he said you can eat ten potatoes every day. Medium potatoes, 118 calories. Larger potato, maybe 160. But let's just say on average, 120 calories. If you eat 10 potatoes, not prepared with oil and grease and fat and fried and everything. Mm -hmm. 10 potatoes. 10 potatoes, that, that fills you up. That's a lot of potatoes. So 10 times 120 calories is 1,200 calories. That is a weight loss diet. If you did that every day 
for a year and you weighed 280 or 400 pounds and you wanted to drop 100 pounds, at the end of a year, you're at a caloric deficit of every other day you're dropping a pound. Well, every fourth day you're dropping a pound of fat. So you're losing... And you're full the entire time, right? Like you're, yeah. you're, you're stuffing yourself. You're like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to eat anymore. Yeah. So you're losing 50, 60 pounds of body fat during the course of a year. If you want to push it towards losing 100 pounds of body fat, you go more to the fruit, to the vegetables, and the caloric density is even lower than potatoes. But the potatoes are a medium calorie food. There's cultures like in the Russian areas, they survive on or potatoes. Ir the, the Irish and the Scottish? Right? Yes, the same yes. Thing fantastic food and it's much maligned is the correct word the potatoes uh nathan pritikin wrote an original uh, uh journal one of his first uh, paper that appeared in a medical journal uh and he talked about carbohydrates are much maligned and he went through the whole history of what we're talking about now and, and, and it's really uh it's really an issue of processed oil in that case right because the processed oil changes the glycemic index of those potatoes and makes the potatoes then spike the spike your insulin or you know, you spike your insulin levels where they wouldn't otherwise, and that, that causes a cascade of problems. And, and it's such a common myth that that potatoes and fruit and vegetables and rice, when you eliminate the oils, that somehow people are under the mistaken belief that all these carbs, that when you take in a thousand calories um, uh, from say rice or potato, it breaks down at about one or two calories uh, per second uh, and per minute. And when you eat something that's separated sugar, it, it enters at 16 calories per minute. So that rush is not what is what you want to avoid. Fruit even absorbs slow, but it absorbs a little faster, particularly if it's pureed or turned into apple juice. But whole fruit, I always tell people, eat your whole fruit. I prefer you not to juice it. Not, and if you do puree it, you know, in a smoothie, even that okay, things, right? Even yes, yeah. it does. So always eat your fruit. But blend, if you want, the caloric density, the sweet potatoes, you know, the yams that we talked about. Now, don't forget, if you're talking in answer to your original question, can a big Mr. Olympia get muscular and strong and step on the stage? A, he wants the volume of water to go into the muscles, not into the external tissue. So near the end of the, uh, where he's going to get ready to get on stage, there's a whole routine that I worked out with uh, uh, Joshua Self, who's a, a world-class uh, uh, fitness. He's in the fitness competitions. And over a course of a year, I guided him to go plant-based. And near the end, I had him eating watermelon and asparagus, which are very, um, act like a natural diuretic. So his body cut salt a little bit. And yeah. Like so that, his right? body leaned out nice on the outside, but his muscles looked full and beautiful and muscular because like Lee Haney, the carbs spared his body protein. The, the protein went to his muscular demands and needs, and he trained very effectively with little or no inflammation, more consistent. And I, I would be remiss and unfair to say, if you want to look like Mr. Olympiad, I don't know one who doesn't understand the need to restore testosterone. Abraham Morgenthaler wrote the book Testosterone for Life. You, under, you need to understand peptides, which are very sophisticated in this area, uh, growth hormone, all of these hormones, and understand how to act, accurately clear uh, estrogens. So, you know, th that being the case, <laughs> that being the case, you know, I'm a big advocate, uh, like Terry Hertog talks about, the Atlas of Endocrinology. In my uh, newer books, I talk about the whole ratio of hormones and how do you get the optimum hormone. 
obviously you want youthful high testosterone levels like when you were 18 to 20 years old. You want low estrogen levels uh, like a competitive athlete who's on a plant-based whole foods diet. You want to take, hormone, right? you want significant amounts of human growth hormone and what's called peptides that stimulate the release of growth hormone. That's where we use these amino acid powders that help. The guys will say you also need the prescription, you know, to take, and you can't really detect peptides. So bodybuilders use a lot of them. I would venture to guess without mm -hmm. really revealing names, but you'll get a full massive muscular body. Uh, it's interesting because I was training the Dorian Yates, Mike Menser system, and I was wanting to recover, but for about a month, I just wanted to blow my muscles up and just look like a gorilla. I wanted mm -hmm. to look big. It's kind of cool. We all get there. It's fun. It's a fun. It's a, it's, I wanted yeah. to look like, yeah. you know, like a stud. You walk and take your shirt off and go, holy shit. And I had a bodybuilder look at the picture of me. It takes about six months, and right? And he looked at the picture and he goes, oh, that peck up there is a little bit missing, but that looks real full. And he said, wow. And, and, and I, have a, I had a muscle tear. So mm. he saw that muscle tear. I mean, he was looking at my body like, you know, every inch by inch. And I looked at it, I'm like, whoa, I looked big. And I felt big and I felt powerful. And it was peptides. Mm. It was peptides supported by the balance of herbs and supplements and optimizing my testosterone level and having low estrogen, particularly metabolized estrogen, which can only get cleared from what? Cruciferous vegetables, not animal food, cruciferous vegetables yeah. and the Estroblock, our famous product. And so I was using the whole regime. And during those snapshots of my pictures, I said, you know, again, I, I'm not talking ego-based. I'm trying to communicate to other athletes and say even a small guy can manifest their genetic potential, but it took to get to that next level, that final optimization of superhuman hormone levels, not excessive, but youthful levels. Yeah. For me, I didn't want to go into the bodybuilding range and get this like massive well, you know, it, level. What was, I mean, <clears throat> what was funny about me is that, uh, you know, I've actually had a, a, a really weirdly different experience where, um, you know, I was at probably at my most consistent weightlifting wise, um, probably for about six months straight, I, I, I didn't miss a workout. You know, it was like five, like six days a week, five days a week with the, with proper rest days with stretching. I was doing, doing all of it. And I was at the biggest I've been since high school, probably. And, uh, when I got my, my testosterone levels tested, what, I was actually extremely low. What year was this? Uh, this was about two years ago. Okay, two years ago. And yeah. and what other hormones were you optimizing? I, I wasn't. I was. I was only optimizing through diet. But my testosterone levels on pa on paper after when I got them tested were actually extremely low, and I was the biggest I'd been. Were you near plant based at that time? I, yeah, yeah, I was plant based. Okay, but, but my test like I said, my testosterone levels on paper were like I was in like the like high three hundreds, and uh, <laughs> yeah, like low. And but at the but at the same time, I was the biggest I'd ever been. And then when I did uh, make an attempt at like hormone replacement just to see, see how it went. I, I fell off my routine and actually got smaller after I replaced my hormones up to adequate levels. So it was a fun, you know, it was just, it just like a matter of circumstance, but you know, it just, it goes to show that testosterone, just, just putting testosterone in you isn't going to make your muscles big. Right, right, right. And it, it's confusing for a lot of athletes because they think, oh, testosterone, but then testosterone aromatizes converts to estrogen. Biggest mistake people make, especially if they're they're animal-based eaters, right? Is they, uh, you know, they go, my testosterone's low, my estrogen's really high, but we're not going to worry about that. I just need to get my testosterone high to counterbalance it. 
right? But what they end up doing is they end up aromatizing that testosterone into estrogen almost immediately, right? Faster than people norm than you normally would if you had those those pathways optimized. And then their pa- their estrogen detoxification pathways or metab- their estrogen metabolism is broken, so they end up keeping all that testosterone they just added as excess estrogen and actually make the problem worse, right? And and most athletes and doctors have no clue that there's over 40 different estrogen metabolites, not just the three that everyone talks about, estriol, estradiol, and estrione. There's these breakdown metabolites that are, exert far more dangerous and harmful effects on the body. And that's where we discovered, we like, wait a minute, the pathways may not be changing estradiol, but we can with, with one of our products uh, that I call Live Detox. It stops the conversion of testosterone and estrogen. stops, it slows it, it's very effective. But once it converts that estrogen, it splits off into all these harmful estrogens. And that's where the plant-based whole food and the supplements, the EstroBlock, the- um, Live Detox. Live Detox, as I mentioned, but uh, DHT Block, uh, we have uh, the uh, Doc Nutrient line coming in, which which has these incredible hormone balance products. And it's targeting these harmful estrogens. And once you release them, uh, convert them from what's called bad to good estrogens, and then you help them to exit with methyl donors, which is like DNA protector. They exit with these special MSM, TMG, uh, uh, DMG, and so forth. It's, it's just amazing because the further I get into this and the more after 43 years, I get more and more excited about balancing the body, balancing the hormones, eating a, a fantastic nutrient-dense diet, not overeating it, but getting it exactly what I need because as we age, it may be an issue of absorption. There may be problems, not just protein absorption. That's the least of your problems. It's the nutrient absorption and the phytochemicals, the enzymes, the hormonal balances. And I think people can go on a plant-based diet, but I'm of the school after looking at 70 and 80-year-old plant-based who have been plant-based for 40 years or longer that when I look at their hormone levels in the urine, not just in the blood, I see that aging takes its toll. Not worse in a plant-based. Much uh, better in most cases, actually. Much but. better. In fact, in fact, Asian cultures, they live into their 100. They have higher testosterone than in, in America. Wasn't by it like the a age 10 of year 100, difference? 30-year like, 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 difference. Oh, 30. It was like there. So, yeah, go ahead. Uh, a 100-year-old compared to a 70-year-old in our country has significantly more testosterone dhea uh and and the women have more estrogen than an individual 30 years younger 70 (laughs) compared to 100 that's incredible yeah so that's a good thing so some people might say well nick i'm i don't know that the science is there for hormones there's more journals published on hormone benefits bioidentical hormones but balanced correctly than there are on almost any subject in medical science literally hundreds of thousands of studies published and then if you are going to do the bioidentical hormone like the bhrt um you know the plant-based diet makes it so all those pathways are 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 like aligned and everything's going the proper ways i'm of the school that if i'm going to intervene to help someone to optimize their hormones i want them to be on oil-free sugar-free plant-based whole food eating because i don't want the confounding interference of not knowing what's gonna happen with their hormone levels when they're on eating too much meat or dairy or oils, because then what effect am I getting? Is it is it their diet that's messing it up? 
or is it something inherently within their genetics? Is it something going on with the, with the dosages? It's easier, and I say easier, once a person commits to this direction, they're going to get far better results. So thinking about all the reasons to be plant-based athletic, I can't think of a reason to go animal-based with one exception, and that would be glandulars. I believe that there's probably peptides in, in desiccated liver where they remove the water and defat it. Uh, there's advantages to adrenal glandulars, to thyroid glandulars. I'm of the school that there's some benefit in this arena due to aging not when you're younger, you don't really need it. But as you get older, how are we going to help these older plant-based doctors? And they may not want to go that way. So we can synthesize the exact same hormones for thyroid and not have to take it from a glandular. We can synthesize these peptides. So I've made recommendations in, in consult. Again, I'm not going to use any names of anyone I've consulted, but I see those that take that advice and I see them thrive uh, I see people like Bob Delmatique into their 80s doing well. Now, what's going to slow a person down? There's toxins holding cell phones to your ear that can cause brain cancer tumor. There's just all these strange things that are in our environment now that we're never here new. before. Yeah, brand new. So we don't know in the future what the lo likelihood of longevity on any kind of a uh, scenario, but we do know your best chance is what we're talking about. Yeah, and, and like the perfect example of a new first world problem is you know the like eating everything out of plastics, right? You can you can reduce your your estrogen levels, you know the, some of the worst kinds of estrogen by up to ten percent or more just by eliminating your plastic water bottle usage, right? Absolutely. This is Doctor Nick Delgado, author of fifteen books, including my newest book release stop aging now dot seven pillars coaching.com i have an irresistible offer that's beyond belief that will take your health your relationships your ability to perform as an entrepreneur in your work this offer just simply go to the stop aging now dot seven the number seven PillarsCoaching.com, and you will see a free offer. It's a $1,200 value for absolutely free to get my downloads of my four best selling books Acne Be Gone for Good, The Skin Condition Acne by Dr. Sonia Batterisi and yours truly, Dr. Nick Delgado, Blood Doesn't Lie, Mastering Love, Sex, and Intimacy, and the newest release. Stop Aging Now, The Seven Secrets to Look and Feel Great. That's right. It's a $1,200 offer and you get it for 30 days free. Just simply enter your information. We'll send you the information to download and you get to review my books. You get to get my online courses, all of them. You get to get a Wednesday mentorship with my top VIP group that is held every Wednesday, 5 p.m. Pacific. 8 p.m. East Coast Standard Time. Yours truly, along with guests that I've invited, germane to the subjects of how do you improve the quality of your sleep, how do you set your mindset to accomplish your goals, how to dramatically improve your fitness profile using my revolutionary 12-minute workout combined with flow training and stretch-type yoga movements and the incredible detoxification program 
the nutritional Nutrify program, the right foods to select in conjunction with the specific herbs and how to basically accomplish your goals, rejuvenate your body. The latest on hormones, peptides, all of it is in this course. And in 30 days, you'll be able to get the results that you never, ever thought was possible. I guarantee these results and I'm backing it up with a free offer. Should you decide to continue, the continued program is very minimal, no more than a couple cups of coffee. And you're not gonna need coffee after you go through this program. Who's this for? Entrepreneurs, burned out housewives, individuals who wanna be peak performers in the bedroom, in the boardroom, and in general, take your relationships, your health, and your energy, and your career to a whole new level. Looking forward to helping you.